Welcome everybody to the Art Artist Business. My name is Jessica Orchick and I am here with the delightful Lauren Esposito. Lauren is an Aussie actress and personal trainer based out of LA. Uh, this year, Lauren's had two feature films come out in theatres in Australia, which is very exciting, both leading roles. Uh, that's The Legend of the Five and Swimming for Gold. And prior to these projects, Lauren's uh, had a supporting role in Lifetime's BFF Psycho. She's also best known for her breakup role in the Warner Brothers feature film, The Conjuring 2, and her regular role of Cynthia uh, on the acclaimed Monte Carlo nominated Australian series, Love Child. Um, Lauren is also a certified personal trainer and runs her own one-on-one personal training business, as well as her co-founded another coaching business, Fit Life Balance Coaching with co-founder Dempsey Marks. And she's launching another online fitness membership site later this year called Feel Good Fit Club. So please make her welcome, Lauren. Hi, Jess. Hi. <laughs> so, um, so happy that you could be here to join us today. Um, as you know, I kick off every show with my infamous question, it, you know, who would you have at a dinner party um, to sit around and talk art, artist, biz with? And then which, and these of course can be dead or alive. And then which two other people would you bring to your, um, I call it like the after party where you let your freak flag fly. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> you get, get a bit crazy. So I'm excited. I'm excited to hear your people because I think this gives so much insight into people's personalities. So yeah. Totally. I love this question. Um, I would definitely say number one would be Kate Hudson because she, I just, I've always loved her ever since um, Bride Wars, Wars. That's like one of my favorite movies. Um, and the fact that she is such a successful entrepreneur and she's built her own like fitness brand on top of being a successful actor, like that is like my dream and goal. And she is just, she seems like such a beautiful soul and she's a mother and she just kills the game. So I feel like she would definitely be one of mine. And the other would be Robin Williams, just because, I mean, I feel like everyone just fell in love with him growing up. And yeah, I, I think he, he was just such an inspirational man and it would just be really, really cool to just like talk to him about his life you know, and like everything he went through and with his career, every, like just, I feel like it'd be such an emotional story, like conversation to have mm. with him, but also just like very inspiring. I know. And who's, who's your third, third person for the dinner? And you've still got two at your after party too. You got five people. You get to have a like, oh, man, that's, that's so many. Um, <laughs> actually I only thought of four people, but okay. the, for the dinner part, for the, like to bring it along to the dinner party, my dad's going to love this. So my dad has always wanted to meet Eminem and like, just like go out, have like whiskey with him, have a drink. Like that's just been his thing. And I've always been like, that is so great. And I would love to join. So like, if my dad can come along, yeah. be, like, the, fifth, the fifth person. I mean, that's um, what, what a dinner party though. Robin Williams, Eminem, your dad and Kate that's Hudson. That's hilarious, right? I know. Yeah. I mean, so random, but I feel like that would just be like Eminem's story, like, Eight Mile, what a great movie. So like, I, I just think that'd be really cool and just super weird, but cool at the same time. I love it. My dad would just love it. 
No, that's awesome. Yeah, well, this is what happened. People did, like, every time I, I get someone on and they start that question, it's like, you hear people go, can I get a two-for-one deal? Like, so, like, people, like, you know, people that wanted to bring the Obamas but didn't want to settle on one, can I just get, like, the two-for-one deal? And I was like, yeah, you, yeah. Can. you can. It's fine. <laughs> totally. these, these are my rules, so they're adjustable. So <laughs> Absolutely. Um, um, yeah. So, yeah, and then are these, are these also with your dad part of the people you bring to your after party? Or I, re- they- I reckon. I feel like he's such a good time, so, like, I feel like it would be hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Do you have a great relationship with your parents? Like you're close to your parents and stuff like that? I do. Yeah. We, I, I call my dad probably every day, if not every second day. And I speak to my mom like at least three times a day. She's, she's so annoyed by me all the time because I'm annoying, but it is what it is. <laughs> no, you're never annoying. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very one for words, Lauren. You're, you're not annoying. You're just, um, you're passionate. Let's like, let's like yes. shift, shift the dark. I love, 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 you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, one of the major reasons I wanted to bring you on is because obviously you're, I mean, you're 23 and you're kind of your own entrepreneur already. You're starting to build a lot of stuff. And I'd love to ask you about like, your journey in acting and how you ended up in fitness and just your exploration of being an entrepreneur at 23, because, you know, I remember I was a bit the same when I was your age, I was that young, you know, going after doing this, but I, I know that a lot of young people are, you know, the idea of starting their own businesses or going after their own ventures, especially in the arts, you know, people get scared or especially I think tapping outside of acting. It's like, if I leave acting all of a sudden, I'm no longer an actor or things aren't going to work. And I always say to people actually kind of works the other way. The more you have other things in your life, the more your career actually kind of builds and, and, and grows because you realize that there's so much more to, to you and your life, you know? So I'd love to hear about that from your point of view and how you got into fitness and your entrepreneur vision and stuff. Totally. I I agree with absolutely everything you just said. Um, So basically, so I've been an actor since I was like, I've been professionally acting since I was 17. Um, And then I came over to LA and did a couple like masterclasses, got management here. And then um, booked The Conjuring and then after that I was like oh I, I think like this is cool like this is different because I mean I was in year 12 in high, in high school and I I mean I graduated barely because I wasn't really there <laughs> but um, so I, I moved here literally uh, the year after um, I graduated high school so I was like 18, 19 um, and yeah I was just I was fully into like the whole acting thing I was here just for acting I got my O1 visa I was solely like just focusing on acting nothing else um and that like it does take a toll on you as Mm. as an actor and especially as like a young 19 year old girl like the whole industry here is it's crazy like it's crazy cool but it's also like it's so intimidating there's so many so many highs but also just like more lows I think when you first Mm. especially when you first start out because it's like it's so, so much rejection and like and so many reasons why you don't book jobs like and it's not because you're not good it's because oh I have blonde hair and they wanted someone with brown hair or I was an inch too tall like it's just like silly things like that but um it does take a toll on your mental health as well um Mm -hmm. so you got to be really really resilient um which I I pride myself in being I feel like I'm I'm quite resilient and I just kind of keep going and try not to let things get me down that much because I just understand now I understand like how the industry is um, but yeah, so I started off like just fully, really fully focusing on acting. And then when I'm after about a year of living here, I 
like got totally into fitness. I was, cause as an actor, I mean, like you want to look good <laughs> on camera, especially mm-hmm. and, and in photos. So I got super obsessed with like just wanting to be smaller and just super skinny. And I wasn't like eating nearly enough. It was, it was not a good first year living here just cause I think just like the stress of auditions and wanting to book a job and then also wanting to look super super cute all the time and like really skinny and small because that's what everyone well, apparently wanted or whatever exactly yeah no I, I we I talk very heavily about this with just the 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 body image that Hollywood I'm gonna say used to create because I always look at this we're heading into a new world so like I think people totally. like yourself that are um, speaking out and doing this and, 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 and to even starting to have that conversation. Now we have the opportunity to change that perspective, you know, which I think is Absolutely. super important. Yeah, no, please continue. Mm-hmm. Cause this is really important for those listeners out there. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so yeah, I, I just got super obsessed with that kind of stuff. There's like a lot of cardio, a lot of, you know, jump squats, all that kind of stuff, all those online ebook programs. I would, I would do them literally like two hours every day. Um, so I really, I just didn't have a healthy mindset towards food or exercise. It was mostly just restricting and just wanting to look small and just having that mindset just like really put me down all the time. And it just, it's, it's not a good feeling because I, I wasn't confident in myself. And so when it, when it came to that, I kind of, my mom, I was actually my mom. She came to visit me here in LA when I was, it was my 20th birthday. Um, and there was like a gym that opened up near my apartment and she was like, Oh, you should like, like stop working out at home. Like we'll get you a gym membership. So I was like, okay, I'll get a gym membership. Um, I, I, and then I started like having a little look at like weights and like the strength room. And then I started like following all these really like inspirational girls on Instagram that were like, like be strong, like women should be strong and not like small, like, and all those kind of things. And so then I started getting into resistance training and weightlifting and, I swear to God that like literally changed my whole perspective on, on fitness and health. And like the fact that women can be strong and like powerful. I just, I resonated with that so much. And yeah, that's just kind of what switched the game for me. And I was like, I don't have to be small. Like I don't have to be like a little twig to get roles or to like for people to like me. Like I can be who I want to be and I can be strong and I can have like little muscles, like, you know? And so, yeah. And I, I got into strength training, absolutely fell in love with it. And then I was like, I just like had a feeling and thought that like, I wanted other girls to not go through what I went through. I want, I want like, um, young, young adults to, to, to feel good in their bodies and to feel good in themselves. And I don't want girls to be starving themselves. I don't want them to be doing endless amounts of cardio to lose weight. Like I, you can lose weight if you need to while resistance training and strength training. Cause at the end of the day, you're building muscle and muscle weighs more than fat. So it's, it's all like all that science behind it. But anyway, so yeah. And I was like, I, I just want to like teach girls to love themselves and love themselves in their strong bodies. And so, yeah. And then I got my, my PT cert once um, COVID hit. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, um, uh, studying for it before COVID and then it COVID kind of kicked me up the bum a little bit and was like, you need to get this done now because <laughs> we all had all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got that done beginning of COVID and then launched my business in March or April this year. 
That's amazing. That's amazing. And I think it's such a, I think it's so important because, you know, there is such an obsession around, and I, I talk about it a lot with our students and we were only talking about it yesterday. And I think it gets worse. Like we think that it's only a thing for, for younger women, but I actually think it gets worse for women in my age, you know, cause I'm, I'm 36 and it's like, you know, we get, we're apparently over the hill, you know, like you can only play like no. daughter, daughters and mothers. And I'm like, huh? Um, there's like a whole chapter of women in here um, that we're missing out on, but more so too, the way that we are supposed to look and what we're supposed to represent. And, um, and, you know, understanding that as women, we, our body changes, you know, like there have been times when I have been absolutely quite petite you know, and people are like, oh my gosh, you're so skinny. And then there've been times when I've been really overweight and it's, you know, I think mental health, and I love that you bring that up, is a really important um, factor because when I'm in a good headspace, um, that doesn't mean that my weight's actually a determining factor. In fact, I've been, you know, like sometimes when I've been really sick, there, there was a time when I would think I was about 19, not so much younger than you, that I lost a copious amounts of weight. And everyone was like, oh my God, you look amazing. But I wasn't doing it a healthy way. Um, and, and you weren't if, feeling amazing. No. I mean, I, yeah. you know, you, you enjoyed the fact that people would comment that you're so skinny and that you look great. And you'd be like, yes, yes. But it's, outside validation and it really wasn't fueling the the inside nurturing if you know what mm -hmm. i mean that i need totally to have. yeah and that's why i've had so many weight fluctuations through my lifetime you know on and off and put on weight and, and take weight off because because ultimately the problem is not about my weight. The problem is about how I view myself and the problem is about the mm -hmm. love that you give yourself. So Absolutely. I think, at, I think at 23, the fact that you've been able to work that out and that you're part of a, um, a you know, a, a solution in fixing that for young girls, um, I think is super, super, super important. Yeah. Um, and I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I obviously, like I still have like bad body image days where I'm like, Oh, like, you know, like I'm a girl, like, like everyone else, like every, every, every girl has bad body image days and or weeks mm -hmm. or whatever. And we're just like, Oh, nothing fits. Oh, like I feel fat and bloated, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I, I feel like just making sure that you like check in with yourself and be like, actually, no, like mm -hmm. I, I feel great. I'm nourishing my body. I'm I'm moving my body and I think just like just checking in with yourself when you do have those days because they suck. Um, but, and you don't want to like dwell on that because it just makes you feel even worse. No, I, I totally, totally, totally agree. Um, because, you know, if you get fixated on it too, which we all can, um, mm -hmm. the small problems become much bigger, you know? Um, and that's when, and that's when the eating disorder start. That's when the, you know, or the, like you said, you know, like it's just not eating a lot or not nourishing yourself and not exercising properly. I mean, you know, so I think you, you tick a lot of those um, important boxes that we need to be mindful of, um, not just as artists, but as people and making sure we're taking yeah. care of our vessel, which is our body. Totally. Um, I'd love to ask what it, what uh, you were sort of delving on it before, but I think it's amazing because The Conjuring was such a big film. So there was kind of like, I guess, a big shift between when that happened and then moving into other projects. I know because like, obviously you come to Hollywood. I'd love to hear a little bit about that because I talk about this all the time. And I was like, you know, when I came to LA, different, but like, you know, I was like, 
coming off the back of, you know, a film in Australia and I'd been working since I was a kid and my parents were actors. And so I thought thought it was all going to be like, woo, yeah. Um, And it definitely was not that. Um, It look, I don't regret my life decisions in any way, shape or form, because I always say to people, I'm right where I was meant to be. And I don't think had my journey have been smooth sailing, I'd have so much wisdom to offer everyone else. But I think it's really important because we talk about longevity and watching, I guess, yourself having other things that you now build upon as an entrepreneur and branching back in the business with, with these new films and stuff. But I think that this is a really you know, important thing for us to discuss as well, that there are ebbs and flows, there are highs and lows. And if you're not prepared for those highs and lows, you know what I mean? It's just, so Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear about that, your journey in that, your experience in that and what that felt like for you. Oh, honestly, like I haven't thought about this in a while, but bringing it back, like I, I was the exact same as you. I mean, I was 19 after the con, like after the, I, after the con and I was like, when I moved here, I was like, it's going to be great. (laughs) So easy. I'm just going to go to an audition. I'm going to book it. Like it's smooth sailing all from here because I've got a big movie under my belt. No guys, (laughs) it does not work that way (laughs) unless you're like super, super lucky or whatever. Um, But yeah, no, that didn't happen. I moved here and I went like, it was like a over a year or over like a year and a half until I booked my next thing. Um, and yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot. Cause like you, you come off and especially from like people from the outside, like people that aren't in, in the industry or even people in the industry that are like, Oh, like you're in the conjuring, like you're going to be fine. Like you'll book everything like blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, it doesn't work that way because like, even though I've got a movie under my belt, there are other girls that have been doing this for a, a lot longer than me that look exactly like me that have had so many more movies and TV shows under their belt and that are like really well known, they're probably going to get it, get it over me because I don't, they're just like more of a name. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think that's what I struggled with the most is especially like just outside people being like, Oh, you'll be fine. Like you're in a big movie. Like you're a millionaire. I'm just like, no, it doesn't work that way <laughs> at all. <laughs> no. At, and, but this is something that's so important because mm we talk about this all the time because everyone gets kind of fixated on the idea of this big break. Do you know what I mean? This movie's going to be my big break. And they think that this big break means that everything is like you're, you're an A-lister all of a sudden overnight. And, you know, if we look at the statistics of the A-listers, by the way, you know, there've been A-listers that are no longer A-listers. And then there's been, you know, Mm -hmm. like there's, there's a fluctuating rotating ebb and flow. And I certainly know from my parents, like I said that to, Um, a lot of people, like I watched my parents have, you know, high, high, high success points in their life where they were, you know, we couldn't even go to the supermarket without my mom getting stopped and getting like, you know, strapped for autographs and stuff like that. You know, like people like, Oh my God, it's more, you know, um, or we were on the front covers of magazines every week because she had something Mm. going like, and then there were times where, you know, my mom was working in charity and things were just very different. You know, I think we weren't earning, she wasn't earning that same amount of money that she was when on the major leading television shows when she was working every day. And there's just such a shift. And I think it's like a really important topic because I always say that the one, the, what you're looking for as an artist is longevity. You're not looking Absolutely. for the quick breaks because the quick breaks 
just, that's all it is. It's a break. It's a boom. But then you don't know when that next break is coming. So it's like, how are you setting yourself up for a lifetime in this industry? Um, Absolutely. And I, I think it's, I just say all the time, like it's a journey. It's like, like everything I say about fitness, like it's, it's a journey. Like there's not going to be like an end point because like as an actor, like I'm sure like you agree, like you, you, you get like a great role and then that's done. And then you just want to strive for the next one and then the next one and then the next one and the next one. Like there's not going to be an end point unless you just like quit acting and stop altogether. Um, so I, I just, I, I like to think of it as a journey because it's, it's never ending. So like if, if I'm meant to have a, like a certain job or a certain role, then that's what's meant to be. And if I have to wait another, another year for a role, then I have to wait another year for a role or whatever. Like it's, it's meant to be what's meant to be. Um, and I feel like everyone's time will definitely come and everyone's just, everyone's just on a different path. Mm. So like some people might get super successful really, really early in their career, but then you don't know that that success is going to be sustained throughout like their thirties, forties and fifties, you know? So it's, it's, it's hard. Cause like, you just never know. That's why I, I just like, I don't like stressing about it anymore because it's just, it's so overwhelming and draining and the industry is already so stressful in itself. So yeah. like why stress about that kind of thing when, you know, as long as you're on top of it and like making sure your auditions are really good and you're like preparing yourself and everything like that and just making sure your craft is good. And I, I think then you just got to kind of, go with the flow as much as possible. I know that's easier said than done, <laughs> but no, no. I like to see it these days. I, yeah, I couldn't agree more though. Like, you know, I mean, this is what we say too. It's like the part of the work I believe is even just going to class once a week. And I don't think in Australia, we really have that. I think one of the beauties that probably drew keeps us here. And I would probably think you're the same. is just that energy around acting where it's like, everyone does it as a day to day. It's a part of the life. It's not mm-hmm. like something that's a do. lifestyle. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's not like in Australia, where it's a side hobby that occasionally people do and they, they do well at it. Um, yeah. You know, or like my personal favorites, people that go, do you have any like short courses? And then that's all they need to do to build these, you know, I'll do like a two week program and I'm good. Um, And I'm like, oh gosh, if it was only a two week program, I would be set for life. Um, Yeah, would have saved a lot of money. (laughs) I know, right? But it's that, I think it's that mentality that it is a lifestyle for us. And we all accept that it's, you know, that there's such a, you know, um, a day to day, you know, I guess exploration and journey and all you can do is keep seeking, you know, the next, the next part of it, whatever that is and enjoying the present. And I, and I love that. And I love, I love, you know, one of the things I love about any, any actors or artists or creatives or collaborators, choreographers, you name it, these are all the people that listen to the show, but um, is just that the beauty of it, encouraging people to also have things that outside of that, you know, like I have after and I have my production company and I have the work that I do in philanthropy and I'm very passionate about that, like Focus on Ability Short Film Festival and those things. I'm very passionate about them and they fuel me when I'm not able to do the love that I want, you know, and I think with you, it's the same with fitness, you know, and mm-hmm. finding something that still keeps you passionate and still keeps you going. And in fact, it only fuels you more when the good Absolutely. stuff comes up because you're just so elevated. 
Um, yeah, it keeps that light in you, I think, too. Yes, I love that. It keeps the light in you. <laughs> That's special. Um, what, like, what advice would you be giving? I mean, I, I would definitely love to talk to the younger audiences here because I think they're the ones, especially because you were, you know, such a young, like, you know, it, like you said, year 12. Uh, and it happens day and days. And I know that there are parents out there that are like eager to push their kids in. And I'm always a bit like, you know, they've got time, let them be kids because once the kid mm -hmm. world is over, as you know, all of a sudden the world becomes life and you're like, wow, that happened real quick. That certainly happened yeah. for me. What advice would you be giving, you know, young um, artists, collaborators, actors, dancers, anyone out there that's wanting to, you know, build a profession um, about just ways that they can sustain themselves and, you know, and, and keep, keep that light inside, as you said, which mm -hmm. I love. I, I think like when you have a passion like acting and, and you want to do that for a career, I always say like, go for it. But also if there is something else that you have such a passion for on top of that, do that as well. Because like, it's, it's just a very difficult industry. And I think having something else on the side, like it's not like you're failing at all. Like it's another passion and who's to say that you can't have more than one career or more than one goal in life you know like why why not do yeah like I, I love know. it like, no yes I know the world is your oyster imagine that yeah like you don't just have to be an actor like or like you don't just have to be a, a PT like I you know like you don't have to have one name to like describe you you because you're not one dimensional you know what I mean like mm -hmm. so I, I think just like go for it like practice your craft, um, do as much learning as you can at an early age. Um, it's going to be a long road. That's what I'll say. It's not going to be easy. There's going to be a lot of tears, <laughs> but it, it will work out for you if you just keep going and keep pushing because it, that's just the, the heart of the industry. You just got to keep pushing and hustling and your time will come. It, you just don't know when, but I think that's the most exciting part about it. I think. I love that. Yeah. And, and, but it is, it is that, um, I guess that exciting point that you can have more than one thing. Cause as you know, in Australia, we get, you know, we get kind of told that you can only do one thing at a time. You know, apparently people yeah. are supposed to be like multi hyphens, but then we come to the States and they go, Oh no, do a hundred things. We love it. Yeah. Do that, do that, do that, do that. And you're like, what? I can have it okay. all. Oh my God. <laughs> I love it though. I love it. Cause it's, it's just like, it makes life more fun. I think as well, yes. like just having other passions. And if you, if you can build like your side hustle into a business, that's freaking great. That's awesome. Like good on, good on you. Like, I, I don't know. I just think I like, I don't want to be known as just an actor. Cause that's not my one, one passion in life. Like I love fitness. I love helping people. I love nutrition. I love all of that stuff as well. So mm. why, why can't I do both and be known for both? If that makes sense. And, you know, actually I, I heard, uh, one of, one of our current students actually went live and said this, which I really loved. And, and I'm, I'll definitely, um, you know, uh, her name's Anna Patch, but I'm going to quote her in this because she'll love, this. <gasps> love her. Yes, I, love I know. Her. She's one of our current ETA students, but I love her because she went on and she said, I'm Anna Patch. That's who I am. Instead of I, defining herself by being an actor. And I hadn't heard that before. And I was like, Oh, I love this. Cause I'm all about, 
be an artist, be a collaborator, be a creative, you know, because it, it, the effort's not definitive, you know, and someone goes, well, what do you do? Like, well, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a creative, I'm an artist, you know, you name it, I've probably done it and I probably will do it, you know, but I loved the idea that she has about defining ourselves by our name, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it was like, as you said, why can't I be known? Why can't you just be known for being Lauren Esposito who does yeah. acting, nutrition, fitness, all these different elements. How amazing would that be if you could have all those different elements, you know? So yeah. I love that. That's, um, yeah, I think that's a special like, part. Who, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Like who, who's just, who's to say that you can only be one thing. Like, and honestly, like it's gone, it's up to you what you want to be. Like it's no one else's business. So you do you and whatever you want to do, do it. That's yeah. I love it. Um, so tell me a little bit about um, the latest couple of films that came out and like where people can see them and like, you know, all the rest of it. I mean, obviously we don't, we don't have movie theaters open here right now, but hopefully they're going to be released online, but yeah. Yeah. Talk oh. to us a little bit about that. Yeah. I'm so bummed. The one year I can't go back home. I've got two movies. instead. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the legend of the five, I'm not sure if that's still in cinemas back home, um, in Australia, but you, you can watch that on, um, Apple TV, Fetch, um, I think like Telstra TV, all those kind of networks back home in Australia, hopefully fingers crossed, it's going to be released in the States on a streaming platform very soon. Um, and then swimming for gold is still in cinemas, I think back in Australia, all on event cinemas, um, and you can stream that over in the States now on Amazon Prime. Wow. And Hulu as well. Oh, my gosh. Fantastic. So that, that yeah. um, I'll be getting people to rush out and see it. So, I mean, like, yeah, because I just, it's been great when, it, you know, it's not, not often you look on and you're like, oh, my God, two films in the one pandemic year, which is exciting, which is such, a, it's such an achievement, Lauren. You should be really, no, that's really like it's awesome because I, you know, we're still everyone's scrambling around for content. So this is amazing that you've been able to do that and, and for the films to do so well as well. So big congratulations. Um, are there any final thoughts that you want to leave us with about anything today that we've discussed? I mean, it's been just so great to have you on the show, but, um, Oh, where we, we can find you booking for fit, of course. And for those of you that don't know, and it feel like watching. Um, I am going to be trained by Lauren. We are starting next week. She is going to be Ooh. my um, my personal trainer, which is great. I'm super excited for it. But I am going to record some of it and and get it up there because I think it's super important to Absolutely. to get people to see. But yeah, like where can people find you if they want to book in? Because I'm definitely promoting your fitness and everything because it's been amazing. Oh, you're a doll. <laughs> Um, yeah, you can just find me on Instagram. It's just Lauren K Esposito. Um, I have like all my coaching forms up on there that you can, um, fill out if you're interested in training with me or you can just DM me. I'm totally like chill about it. So yeah. Great. And we'll also put up on our, our links, the, um, the handles to your, um, fit pages and all that. So people can follow that as well. So amazing. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. It's been really just beautiful, positive and feeling all energetic. And I love that. That always lightens my morning. So thank you so much for being here. Thank Uh, you for having me. And uh, this is Jessica Orchick signing out. And thanks for letting us be heard.